the book of St. John, chapter 8. Amen. I believe the Lord is just going to show us some things from this chapter and a passage here. Um, John chapter 8. On this past Sunday, one of the passages we read from was in 1 Corinthians. And... uh, uh, one of the verses in there, it talks about how a man or a woman could dishonor their head. And I believe the Lord was just kind of showing me or reminding me about the idea of honor. Honoring, or in that case, dishonoring. Um, My mind went straight to the verse that says to honor your father and your mother, um, that that means to to revere or or show respect to. And the Bible tells us to show respect to our parents. It doesn't ask us if we like that or not. It just says to do it. Um, to dishonor, as it says in 1 Corinthians, what that means is to, to bring shame onto, to put, to put in that context when it's talking about the head of the person, the leader, the authority in their life, it means to, to bring shame upon them. So you act in such a way that brings shame if you're dishonoring. If you are honoring, then you are acting in such a way that brings honor, brings reverence, brings respect to the, the authority that you have or whatever the context is that you're talking about. Um, this chapter, John chapter 8, is a, it's a, an encounter and about as real of an encounter as Jesus ever had with the Pharisees where he pretty much told them like it was and said, here's who I am. Here's who you are. There's no middle ground. There's no debate. And he goes into detail of, here's how I know who you are. Here's how I know who I am. Here's how you should know who I am. Lots of, lots of interaction here. I'm, I'm going to pick up in the middle of this chapter as much as I'd like to start earlier in it. Because Jesus is, he, he uses the term the Father and the term my father frequently throughout this passage and if you really think about it there wasn't that was not a common term of common way to refer to God before Jesus started doing it it wasn't like the Pharisees or or any of of those leaders of the religious people at that time were going around saying our father or God my father no they were just trying to reverence him as God, the creator, really. Um, and, but who they referred to as their father, it was not God, it was not Jesus, it was Abraham. Remember, we say, Ab- we, when, we were, when we were kids, we sang the song, Father Abraham. 
because he was the father of many nations. And so as a part of those nations, these, these people said, that's who our father is. Jesus, well, I, I'm going to spoil it a little bit, but Jesus tells them the truth about who their father is. He actually also will even in here tell them the truth about who Abraham was. I want to start reading. Let's start reading in verse 31. John chapter 8, verse 31. And again, I encourage you to go all the way back to verse 1 or somewhere in there, but for the sake of time, I'm starting here. So John 8, verse 31. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, if you continue in my word, then you are my disciples indeed. Verse 32, and you shall know the truth. And the tr uh, Let's go back to verse 30 real fast. I think 30 sets a lot of context here. As he spake these words, many believed on him. Many, so in the middle of the, of the conversation that he's having, people start to believe on him. Before this, he was already saying, I am this, and my father's this, and you got to believe in me. And so the, he gets up to that point where he's converted many believers, not all believers, but many. So as he spake these words, many believed on him. Verse 31 again, it says, he said to them, if that believed on him, if you continue in my word, then you are my disciples indeed. In 32, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Everybody say free. You, if you believe on me, you will be my disciples. You will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Now, those that didn't believe didn't like the way that that sounded. Because essentially they're saying, what do you mean be free? We are already free. We're no, I don't have a master. I'm not a slave. I'm not somebody's servant. I am free. How can you say that the truth is going to make me free? So go on. Verse 33. They answered him, We be Abraham's seed, and we were never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, you shall be made free? Verse 34. Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin. All right, so you're not free. You might think you're free. You might say, well, I'm the, I'm the son, the child of Abraham, and I, I, I'm just an heir to all that's from God, and I'm free. And Jesus says, anybody that's committed a sin is not a free person. Anybody that's committed a sin. So now it's time to reflect. Have I committed a sin? Because if I have, what Jesus is saying is, therefore, I'm not a free person. I'm a servant to sin. 35. The servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth forever. Keep going. If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. So as a son, a person that has rights, 
a person that has privileges, a person that has freedom, can go and bestow that freedom, that right, that privilege, on a servant, and that servant can be made free. So he's saying, if the Son sets you free, you're free. Not a servant, not a slave, you're free. You shall be free indeed. Keep going. I know that ye are Abraham's seed. I know you're Abraham's seed, meaning your father's 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 father's, however far up you go, was Abraham. That's how you got here, through Abraham. But... You seek to kill me, Abraham's grandson. You want to kill me. How would your grandfather feel about that? I mean, that's kind of what he's implying there. I know you're Abraham's seed, but you seek to kill me because my word hath no place in you. What I'm saying, it's going right over your head. It's going in one ear and out the other. It's not taking root in you. My word has no place in you. Keep going. I speak that which I have seen with my father, and ye do that which you have seen with your father. Verse 39. They answered and said to him, Abraham is our father. Not just his seed. He's our father. Jesus says to them, if you were Abraham's children... Oh, oh, you know, heritage means a lot to a lot of people. Where they come from, who their parents were, who their family is, what their last name is. It means a great deal to a great number of people. And in this instance, including these Pharisees that Jesus is talking to. We are. I got the birth certificate to prove it. I got the ancestry to prove it. I can tell you who my lineage is. Abraham is our father. Jesus says to them, If you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. Keep going. But now you seek to kill me. Me. A man that has told you the truth, which I have heard of God. This did not Abraham. You're not acting like your father. He did say you do the works of your father. But you're not acting like Abraham. Verse 41. You do the deeds of your father. Then they said to him, we be not born of fornication. We have one Father, even God. <laughs> so now they go from saying Abraham's their father to saying God is our Father. Every, every step of the way, it's, it's... I promise you, God does not have a problem offending you if it will help you. We, we like to think that God's somebody that would never offend us. He's not going to confront me. He's going to let me play patty cake 
He's going to let me be happy. He's just going to take care of me and meet all my needs, and then we'll be good. We'll call it good. He doesn't have a problem offending you if it's going to help you. That's what we're seeing play out here. They are all looking to whatever they can say is about me that's going to satisfy this guy. They said to him, we be not born of fornication, we have one father, even God. Verse 42, Jesus said to them, if God were your father, you would love me. Not try to kill me. If God was your father. <laughs> if Abraham was your father, you'd act like Abraham. If God was your father, you'd act like God. You do the things that those do. For you would love me, for I proceeded forth and came from God. It's a little side note about how Jesus got here to the earth. I proceeded forth from God. Came from God. Neither came I myself, but he sent me. Verse 43, why do ye not understand my speech? Even because you cannot hear my word. Keep going. You are of your father the devil. And he hit him between the eyes. He set him up with the left. It's a boxing term. Jab, jab, jab. You're not, you're not acting like God. You're not acting like Abraham. But you do act like your father. Uh, you just don't know who your father is. You are of your father, the devil. Woo, those are some strong words. Especially to someone who is 1,000% convinced that they know who their father is. And he's, the devil is the last one they would say it is. You are of your father, the devil. Now hang on, pause. I told you. The Lord is not worried about offending you if it's going to help you. You remember, the Pharisees are not the only one that he called of the devil or called the devil. or called. He, he talked to his own disciple when he was in the way and said, Get behind me, Satan. So this is not just about Jesus not liking somebody or some group of people. It's about him addressing what he needs to address the way he needs to address it. I'm going to say what needs to be said to who needs to hear it. You're of your father, the devil, and the lusts of your father ye will do. He, your father, the devil, he was a murderer from the beginning. And what did Jesus already tell him? You want to kill me. You're acting like I'm the problem because I'm speaking the truth. You're acting like your father, the devil, who was a murderer. You see the, how that plays out? He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own. God didn't tell him the lie to say. 
You understand that? God's not trying to play mind games on you. Uh, let me help you for just a moment. Say not any man when I am tempted that I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted, neither tempteth he any man. But every man when he is tempted, he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Okay? It's not from God. All right. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. You're of your father, the devil, the one that speaks lies, and the father of lies. Let's keep going. And because I tell you the truth, you believe me not. Now we're getting somewhere. We're getting to the reason, the understanding of why they cannot hear, why they cannot believe, why they cannot see the truth. Because their father, the devil, the father of lies, has produced himself in them. Now they're seeing, hearing, acting like the thing that he produced in them. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, the life. I'm the truth. Uh, I, I, I mentioned it earlier. I'm not going to take the time, but er, earlier in this chapter, is, he says, I am the truth. I am of the Father. Men, you don't see me. You don't know me. If you had known the Father, you would know me. Because I tell you the truth, you believe me not. Verse 46. Which of you convinceth me of sin? And if I say the truth, why do you believe me not? Why do you not believe me? Verse 47. He that is of God heareth God's word. Ye therefore hear them not, because you are not of God. I'd like you to just close your eyes and pray for a moment. Lord's given us a, a self-check right here. Lord, I want to be your child. I want to be your offspring. I want to know the truth, Father. I want to know you as the truth. You are the way. You are the truth and the life, God. I know it's true. No man comes to the Father except through you. Jesus, you are my way. You are the truth, God. The forever settled truth, Lord Jesus. Beside you, there is no other. God, beside you, there is no other. You are the one true living God. You are the one, Father. Lord, I thank you for it. I want to hear your word, Jesus. I want to hear your word, God, and know that it's you speaking. I want to be 
of you, Lord. I want to be made by you, Lord Jesus. I don't want any influence that's not of you in my life. I don't want any voice that's not the truth speaking into my life, God. I don't want to believe a lie, Lord Jesus. I don't even want to hear those lies. I don't want to have an occasion to hear those lies. God, I want to listen to you. I want my ears to only be tuned to you, Lord Jesus. Any voice that's not of you, Father, I, I don't want to hear it. Lord, I'm speaking against it. Any voice that's not of you. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I take authority over every lying spirit right now. God, I take authority in the name of Jesus. I loose the spirit of truth right now. I loose the spirit of truth to prevail in the heart and in the mind of the believer. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I'm going to read for verse 47 again. He that is of God heareth God's words. Ye therefore hear them not, because you are not of God. Verse 48, then answered the Jews and said unto him, I told you this is a long conversation. And, and, and Jesus is confronting them. He has this to say and they have this response. He has this to say and they have this response. He, I promise you, God will keep talking as long as you're listening. Then... And I promise you, for every response you have, he has an answer. You ever heard somebody that has to have the last word? Then answered the Jews and said unto him, Say we not well that thou art a Samaritan and hast a devil. Now they're, now they're hoping they're right. They're looking for confirmation. Are you saying that we're not correct? I mean, here's what we say. We know, we believe about you. You're a Samaritan and you have a devil. Uh, you realize that was the last defense after the whole father situation. They didn't continue claiming God or Abraham they were told they were of their father the devil and so they come back with no you have the devil I don't have a devil you have a devil verse 49 Jesus answered I have not a devil but I honor my father and you do dishonor me. Verse 50. And I seek not mine own glory. There is one that seeketh and judgeth. Verily, verily, I say unto you, if a man keep my saying, he shall never see death. All right, pause. Because it sounds like Jesus is introducing a new topic as well. At least to the hearer, that's what they hear. They hear another point to argue against. 
I'm not winning that argument. I'm not winning this one. We'll go with this one. How are you going to tell me I'm never going to die? If a man keep my saying, he shall never die. Never see death. Verse 52. Then said the Jews unto him, Now we know that thou hast a devil. Abraham is dead. Another place they said, Art thou greater than our father Abraham? Who gave us this well? Jacob. That was Jacob, right? Who gave us this well? It's all... A confrontation, it's all an argue. Okay. Mm. You can't have an argumentative spirit about you. We're talking about honoring. We're talking about honoring. You cannot honor and argue at the same time. Somebody's got to be in charge. Somebody's got to have the final say. Somebody has to be the authority. And then somebody has to say, okay, I give up my argument because you're the authority. I don't care how right I think I am. I don't care how wrong I think you are. If you're the authority, I have to stop arguing. This is, this is what Jesus did not find in the Pharisees. To this day, he said, the Father is seeking such to worship him. True worshipers that worship in spirit and in truth. In order for there to be truth, there has to be false. There has to be something that's not right in order for there to be right. And in order for there to be not right, somebody has to admit that's not right. That's how you lose an argument, by admitting something's not right. Now we know that thou hast a devil, Abraham is dead, and the prophets. And thou sayest, if a man keep my saying, he shall never taste of death. So you're saying, Abraham didn't obey. You're saying the prophets didn't obey because they all died. This is what they see with their earthly perspective and their misunderstanding. Everybody still with me? Next verse. Art thou greater than our father Abraham which is dead? I and the prophets are dead. Whom makest thou thyself? Hang on. Verse 25 real fast, Brother Timothy. I didn't start here. This is just one of the questions they asked him in this dialogue. Who art thou? You 
think you're greater than this and that. You think you're better than him and her and you got all of this. Who are you? Just tell us who you are. I've been telling you since the beginning. Ah, let's read it. Jesus said to him, even the same. Go back one verse, Brother Timothy. Don't get nervous because we're reading backwards, okay? I said, therefore, to you that you shall die in your sins. For if you believe not that I am he, you shall die in your sins. Okay, who are you? I'm the one. Okay, now let's jump back. Where were we? 50, 53. Art thou greater than our father Abraham, which is dead, or the prophets which are dead? Whom makest thou thyself? Jesus answered, If I honor myself, my honor is nothing. It is my father that honoreth me, of whom you say that he is your God. You can't have the same God as me and me honor him and you dishonor him. Furthermore, you can't ha have the same God as me, by the way, that God that honors me, and you can't dishonor me and say that he's your God. This is where he started with them. You, you claim to be of Abraham, but you don't do what Abraham did. Abraham loved me. He knew me. Oh, you? You mean God? We're not going into chapter 9, so you can take a deep breath. We're almost to the end of chapter 8. Let me read that last part again. It is my Father that honoreth me, of whom ye say that he is your God. Verse 55. Yet you have not known him. But I know him. And if I should say, I know him not, I shall be a liar like unto you. But I know him, and I keep his saying. Verse 56. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it and was glad. I don't even know what to say about you now because I, I already told you you have a devil. I'm already convinced that everything you say is not true and you don't know, even know who you are. You're like some guy that has some identity crisis and you believe you're Santa Claus or something. I don't even know what to say about you anymore because you're so far off base. That's the, that's the mentality that the Pharisees are bringing to this conversation and it just gets driven deeper and deeper. Now you're going to sit there and tell me that you saw Abraham. Ha! You're, let, just let him keep talking because he's really making a mess of himself now. Uh, remember in the middle of the chapter, many believed on him. Many believed the things that he was saying. How, how awesome would it be to start being a believer halfway through this chapter and then just get this much more understanding with every single thing that he says? 
You already had me, Jesus. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it and was glad. Next verse. Then said the Jews unto him, Thou art not yet fifty years old. How and hast thou seen Abraham? Okay, Brother Timothy, thank you. Verse 24, one more time. I said therefore unto you that ye shall die in your sins, for if you believe not that I am he, you shall die in your sins. If you believe not that I am he, you shall die in your sins. This is not just a debate class. This is not just a rhetoric thing and some people say it's like this and other people say it's like this. No, they are having a face-to-face -face conversation with a man, a human being that told them, if you don't believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. Now, I don't give credence to every single person that tries to come and tell me that I'm lost or that I'm going to hell or that I don't know. I don't, I don't spend my time there. Trust me, you could get really tangled up in those weeds. But I am convinced enough to know that if somebody comes and tells me what you believe is not right and you're on your way not to heaven but to hell, then I know for a fact I what I believe is true. And I'm not going to let you sit there and tell me otherwise. That's how serious they are about this conversation. That's why it's your daddy's getting drug into this. That's why it's you're being called a liar to your face because it's a serious thing. We have this, we have this uh, term. I don't know when it started, but I heard it growing up. Is this a heaven or a hell issue? I don't think I'll go to hell for this. I, this is not a heaven or hell issue right there, you know. So, so let's just go off to that, to another topic that is. Let's spend all our time talking about what is. That is a half a step away from an argumentative spirit. I'm just telling you. I said, therefore, okay, let's go back, verse uh, 56. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day. Verse 57, then said the Jews to him, thou art not yet 50 years old, hast thou seen Abraham? Verse 58, Jesus said to them, verily, verily, I say unto you, before Abraham was, I am. That's just what he's doing. And some believed and some didn't believe. Thank the Lord it says many believed. In other words, yes, I saw Abraham. You know why? Because before Abraham was, I am. I am. 
Verse 59, it's the last verse. Then took they up stones to cast at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple, going through the midst of them, and so passed by. Uh, had a, I had an old, old, old friend uh, recently in some form ask and pose the question, where in the Bible did Jesus say that he was God? Or where in the Bible did Jesus say that he is God? Or where in the Bible does it say Jesus is God? And I don't have my whole reply handy, but the Bible does not say the words Jesus is God. That's not written in English in the Bible. Those three words together, Jesus is God. And so for some people, that's enough to say, okay, so it's not true. It also doesn't say in the Bible, water is wet. It does not say the three words, fire is hot. Some people think because it doesn't, they can argue all day long. It's not really hot until you touch it. It's not really wet until you jump in. It, why? What's the purpose of that? It's an argumentative spirit. And so somebody that would come to you and say, you can't prove to me because the Bible does not say Jesus is God. How much time we got? 48 minutes. Anybody want to do that last 48 minutes again that we just did? I don't really want to, but it's in there. And I promise you, you can keep reading it. It's not going to change. The words are not going to change. If you believe not that I am he, you will die in your sins. Before Abraham was, I am. Verse 27. They understood not that he spake to them of the Father. Let's close our eyes again and pray to the Lord. Jesus, Lord, I just want the truth. I want to know who you are. I want to have a right foundation that's based upon the truth of your word. God, I want to have a correct understanding that's based upon the truth of your word and who you are. Lord, I don't want to spend any more time. I don't want to spend any more energy trying to argue or trying to prove or trying to disprove. Lord, I just want to know you. I just want to know you, Father. God, I want to know you. I want to live with you and walk with you. I, I want to speak with you and commune with you, God. I want to know you in a real way. I want to know you in a personal way, Jesus. God, I'm not looking to piggyback off of somebody else's relationship or their understanding. God, because I know that you love each one of us, that you would reveal yourself to each one of us in an individual way. God, your word is forever settled and it is given for all men. It is given for all men. 
I receive your word tonight, Jesus. I receive your word tonight, Father. I want it in my life. I want it in my life, Jesus. Amen. Why don't we stand? Just talk to the Lord a little bit longer. Jesus, I thank you for sharing the truth of your word tonight. I thank you for sharing the truth of your word, God. You've given me this opportunity to hear your word. You've given me this opportunity to see it with my own eyes, to hear it with my own ears, God, to read it and see it in my own understanding, and I'm thankful for it. As the scripture says, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. I believe it, Lord. I believe it, Lord. I confess it right now, Jesus. I confess it right now, Jesus. You are God alone. Beside you, there is no other. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I receive it, God, into my spirit. I want to live in such a way that honors you. I want to live in such a way that honors your word, God. I want to live in such a way that honors the authority, God, that you've placed in my life, the authority of your word, the structure, God, that you've given to me. I want to live in such a way that honors it, Lord Jesus. God, I'm not trying to argue with it. I'm not trying to make my own case or make my own way, Lord God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, just pray a little longer. I feel the Spirit of the Lord here. I feel the Spirit of the Lord here. I'm encouraging you to speak to the Lord for a moment. Come on, yield yourself to God. Yield yourself to God. Lord, I thank you. God, I thank you. I praise you, Jesus. Thank you for the truth, my God. Thank you for the understanding, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I receive it, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Come on, you get some things settled in your spirit. You get some things settled in your mind, and it no longer becomes an avenue for the enemy to work against you. As long as you question, as long as you wonder, as long as you are not convinced, that is something the enemy knows he can work through. That question, that doubting. Come on, let's just worship the Lord together a little bit.